consequences of serving. And I'm not going to talk about the one that you're probably thinking about, that people criticize you, or people don't help you, or people don't like you, that you don't play an instrument, that you don't sing. No, we're going we're gonna to leave that to the side for now. We're going to talk about the good consequences that life brings from a good servant. That's what I want to talk about this morning. About the consequences that you will have in your personal life if you choose to serve. That's what we are going to talk about. I know I'm a little impatient. I have to calm down a little bit. Sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth can even speak. And sometimes I speak wrong, so bear with me. about the verses that we just read. someone, you had to bring them to the service. Elijah, sorry. He didn't need anything else. 
He knew it was the moment for his calling. We're still in introduction. And, and I want to make a question before I continue with my, with my beans. Why do you congregate? What is the reason that brings you every Sunday to this house to drive so far maybe even be tired maybe you could even get triple pay on Sundays but you choose to come to church what brings you here I, I want you to yell from your seat why you come on Sundays why do you choose to be here there are no wrong, right or wrong answers Somebody share with me. <coughs> Your love for God, okay. To serve God, okay. Someone else? <coughs> Obedience. Because you're grateful. There are no wrong answers. There aren't. Some of us congregate because we know that we're going to receive something on behalf of God. Because of the need, because of the gratitude, whatever it is. When I returned to the feet of Jesus, I was distraught. And I felt like when I started to come to church, a lot of the weight of my shoulder on my shoulders disappeared. And I at some point understood that that wasn't enough. But do you want to know why? Do you want me to tell you why? Because if the Lord has put you in this place, it's because there's purpose. It's going to sound a little weird. But your gratitude is not enough. Because there's going to come a day where it's going to end. Your gratitude will come to an end. I started to serve and give my time shortly after, and I started to get to know God. Until you decide to follow him and serve him, you will recognize him and you will know who he is. If you like to serve but not follow, that's also not enough. And if you're following him and you're not serving him, it doesn't work. You're wasting your time. Do you understand? The 
consequence of serving. Because you start following him, you start to serve him, and when you start to serve him, you start to look for him, and you start to know who he is. come to a practice, to come to service, to pick up after the church. All of that can mean nothing if you're not praying to God, if you're not searching for God, if you don't know why you're doing it. Many people come and look for answers here. And you find yourself praying. And maybe you're praying and you're fasting and the and the prayers aren't being answered. But are you, but are you serving? That your time and that your service walk together. You can't have one without the other. It requires sacrifice. God is good with your gratitude. It's great. But there's a saying in the street. The actions mean more than a thousand words. Your action, your service is important to God and to this house. And I would have liked for everybody else to stay. But I'm being serious. You're not going to know who God is if you don't put your time and your service to Him. If you don't start to follow Him, Turn to your to the person next to you. I'm sorry, I didn't hear Pastor was looking at me. Open your scripture again with me. To Second Kings two fifteen. going to read 15 verses. Bethel. 
the company of the prophets of Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know what the Lord is going to take your master? Did you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha said, replied. So be quiet. And Elijah said to them, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophet at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty, fifty men of the company of the prophets went and stood at the distance facing the place where Elijah and Elijah had stopped at Jordan. <clears throat> Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and stuck the water stuck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Take me. What can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elisha said. Yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak and had fallen that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord of God, Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. The company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elijah. They went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Point number one, this is the important. You have to first decide to follow him, right? First, you have to follow him. In verse four, we see... Elijah said to him, and he replied, As surely as the Lord lives, as you live, I will not leave you. Elijah's telling Elisha, Stay here, don't come with me. <coughs> Sorry. But Elisha had decided to go regardless of the consequence. story reflects 
what our relationship should look like with God. So let's give Elijah in the let's give Elijah the spot that represents God and put Elisha as our own name. So replace Elijah with your own name. That as surely as the Lord lives, I will not leave you. Even though he was told to stay multiple times. Nowadays, if somebody tells you, oh, it's okay, you don't have to come anymore. Well, better for me. Or if they don't call me, I don't go. And the message is right there on the church page. We, it's always the two, three bald guys that show up. The voice of your consciousness. You heard it? Elisha chose not to depart himself from Elijah. You know what calls my attention? You know what Bethel, Bethel means? You know what Bethel means? And what it represents. As well as Jordan we see in here. The and there's a lot of things associated with Bethel and Jordan. The things that happen in Jordan. Sometimes you're gonna have to come out of your comfort from where you sit, from the calmness, from that peace. And decide, I will go. Elijah didn't tell him, come on. He said, I have to go. I have to walk this path. And Alicia said, no. I'm leaving my comfort. I've left everything once, and I'm going to do it again. Because it costs me nothing. What is Alicia trying to say? I leave this place. able to find my purpose. And sometimes God speaks to us through the voice of somebody else for some help. And Sally, what's the, the response? No. I can't. I'm busy. I have to do this. I have to do the other. I have to go home and wash clothes. And you don't even wash them. Your wife washes them for you. The excuses. The excuse. We have to ask God to give us a spirit of service. Like Alicia. 
says, I will not apart from you. Even if I get home extremely tired, I'm going to serve you. Regardless, the more that I serve you, the more that the problems arise, I continue to serve you. Even if I have to walk through the desert, I'm not going to leave you. Even if I have to sacrifice my time to rest, I will serve God. I'm going to continue serving with love. That's what Elisha is saying. It doesn't matter my comfort. I'm going to continue following you. And now I can see your faces, brothers and sisters. Before I couldn't tell if you were happy or if you were mad. Or, but now I can, I can see that you guys are into it. follow him regardless of the consequences. I guarantee you the day that you take take the decision to give your time to God and all the things that once were problems in your life will start to disperse and take its course life will change and it doesn't mean that you're going to live a life of colorful roses but you'll be happy with problems but you'll be happy right with difficulties but believing in God with sicknesses but feeling his presence Number two. So number one, you have to choose to follow him. Point number two. Participate in the victory of your God. And after following, you'll serve. And you'll start to see the victory from Jesus. Verse 8. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it, and divided it to the right and to the left, and the two of them walked on dry ground. That's what we read in verse 8. Alicia was just with him, but he was a witness of the glory of God. If he hadn't chosen to follow Elijah and serve him through this, he would have never been able to tell what happened with Elijah. Maybe one of your prayers is, Lord, I want to see you. 
I want to feel your power. I want to feel your glory. I want to see what you can do. He says, follow me. Follow me. I'm not going to pop out of your television screen and split the scene. I'm not going to give you healing on the couch of your home. In your overtime at work, I'm not going to bless you. If Elijah had not gone with Elijah, he would not have been able to witness with his own eyes what happened. But because he chose to leave his sofa, but because he chose to congregate himself for an hour, he saw the glory of God. Because he chose to go the extra mile, he received, or more in the future, his heart would receive its desire. Let me, let me know if I'm losing you. I hope you guys would leave deciding the way you want to live your life. And leaving with joy. Ready to serve. Looking for the need in all the areas. And I promise you that nobody benefits from your service more than you. Just you. Number three. Long for the spirit of your Lord. Verse nine. They crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, tell me what I can do for you before I am taken. And what he asked for was a double portion of the spirit that he carried. I don't ask for rest. I don't ask for money. I'm not going to ask for an Uber because I'm not from really far. Or gas. Or back there they didn't need gas. Gas money. He didn't even realize that he was on the other side of the sea. He wasn't even across yet. And he was asking for a double portion of spirit. <coughs> Not even how to get to the other side. That would have been like, well, how do I get back? How do I cross the river? I don't have my phone. I don't have gas. That's how I would have thought of it. But Alicia was asking for something that was going to change the way he lived. That would provide better of him. 
And he already had experience from following Elijah. That God was first. That his house was first. The clothes. You can you can live with without a little bit of clothes. Even food for a little bit. But his hunger for having the same spirit as Elijah, he could not wait. He longed that same spirit. Long the spirit of your of your Lord. Long the spirit of your Lord. That's how it has to be. Your heart has to melt. It needs to feel the need of needing God. Because then, why are we congregating? There needs to be a desire to be filled. There needs to be a longing for to be better. There needs to be a hunger to grow. And that's something nobody can give you. You have to decide that. I can't go up to Christian and inject him to play and play. That has to be something born in him to see that need, to have that desire. To be filled with the Spirit. Oh, Alicia understood this. Even Elijah said, You asked for something difficult, but he insisted. he didn't push Alicia away from what he desired. He decided, okay, believing that Alicia was a man of God. And he gave him what his heart desired. How tremendous, no? With that tiny size of faith that was as small as a mustard seed he gave him what he wanted number four I'm almost done receive the abilities for mere God It's not that Elijah's cloak had anointing or or had abilities. 
it represented the transferring of the the transferring of the spirit of, of what he wanted. Nothing. of the water and the water begins to part because that spirit that he wanted was now in him it was worth it to say I put you first to put God first some of these great prophets that they once had. And we're okay with receiving, receiving. But when do we serve? When do we give? And the relationship? When? We want to be called. We want to be anointed. We want gifts. We want to be on the altars. We want want to be on the altars but we don't want to we don't want to commit we don't want to sacrifice it hurts the pastor puts 30 minutes of prayer and people get here the last 5 minutes of it to say it. And if you want to get upset, get upset. Celebrate when we fail. And we don't like to receive certain words even either. Next time receive the word, right? Because if you're paying attention, you're not gonna have to pay the bad consequences. Don't think it's just they have me up here to just be up here. We had an activity with my wife yesterday, and I got home, 
and she asked me, what are you going to preach about? And I said, I don't know. I really don't. And I tried to study a little bit, and I couldn't. And I was so tired. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to stay up really late. I got up at 4 in the morning. And this week, I was thinking on this. And I made a promise with my wife. And it was to serve. We chose to serve whether we could or we couldn't. And we didn't ask God to bless us for it, no. The blessing arrived as a consequence in just the right time. To sacrifice a little bit. the gifts of your God, you want the anointing of your God, say, here I am. I'm right here. Use me in the little that you can use me. Is it selling something? Is it picking up after church? Use my hands, Lord. Use my feet, my mind. Use me so that I can wherever you need me so that I can be there. It's the only thing that he wants. Your gratitude, keep it. But we also have to serve. And we have to follow him. how ugly the road may look no matter how long the journey is follow him serve him because you want the gifts you want to be anointed you want the power you can't deal with your husband begin to serve see how the Lord puts him in place can't do it with your wife, do the same. Are you fighting for the life of your child? Start serving. And I guarantee you, when God's your priority, your problems will be priority to God as well. When God's your priority, your problem will be priority to God. Thank you. 
choose to serve God look like him. It becomes a reflection of who you are. That there's something different about you. The way you speak, the way you talk, the way you move. They say that it's because you are reflecting that of the heart of God. So, what is it that is reflecting of you? or notice but nothing goes unseen with God Elisha was able to complete his purpose the story is here because the relationship 
between servant and master is the same between us and our God. In the word it says, ask and it shall be given. So tell me why we struggle. Now that things are reopening, many places are going to need jobs. And the pastor didn't tell me so you couldn't sign yourself up or anything. But we, and we don't force things here. But if you're going to have a willing heart to serve, you're going to serve. It's going to be up to you. that things are starting to reopen they're making lines three two hours many people when when Disneyland closed they took an airplane to go to the one in Florida and for some the only benefit that they got was contaminating themselves restaurants waiting hours but it costs us so much to get here on time to the house of the Lord and I'm not saying it's your fault I know there are things that get in the way but if you love this place if you enjoy serving here you're gonna make it your priority continue being friends, I promise. But revive that desire. Maybe you left your, your talent to one side and, and you've allowed it to collect dust. Or maybe it was something that you know how to do. Maybe before you used to evangelize at, at your job more. would notice through the way you talk, through the way you speak. That people may see that reflect. That people may see the reflection of God's heart through you. We have to keep working. Because the enemy does not rest. There were people that need to know about the Lord. We have to keep putting effort. We have to keep giving our time. We really have to give it our our best 
bring your instruments to the worship. Come for the training in the kitchen as well. Your talent is important to the kingdom. It doesn't matter how big, how small. Your talent is important in this house. Stand on your feet. Sunday mornings on time. I feel like I am not the same searching for you as I once did. I want to honor you. I want to serve you. Whether it be my my worship, redirect my heart. Show me where to walk to my purpose. Show me what you want to see from me, God. Help me, Lord, to get up. To look for you more. desire may be to grow in you. Maybe I have lost the desire in working. If I am uncomfortable in this year pandemic and I don't want to go back to the services, show me. Help me to search for you in spirit and in truth. So that when you call me, like Alicia, that I may follow your footsteps.
that your people of this church may embrace the vision, those that will be joining us, those that are coming back, that we may grow together in one same spirit, with one same vision. closer to your Lord because when you start to walk 